You're listening to Happiness Abound, episode 177. Welcome to Happiness Abound, a podcast dedicated and designed to help those seeking happiness in their lives. Here we'll talk about happiness as gained through habit formation, being inspired by the stories of others, and looking for opportunities of growth and learning. I'm Taylor Proctor. Thanks for tuning in. Hello, Happiness Abounders, and welcome back. I feel like a little bit of a broken record when I say that, but I also love starting the podcast by saying welcome to you as a listener. And as a listener, I think that you have a special uh, place in my heart, but also a special name. I hate just saying listeners because I feel like that sounds so, I'm going to say nonchalant and not personal. And if you are dedicating your time to this, you are dedicated to being happy and having happiness abound. So welcome, happiness abounder. (laughs) I, I am so grateful that you are here. And today I want to talk about identifying your limiting beliefs. And I will be completely transparent with you. This is an all, this is all about identifying your limiting beliefs because I have done this exercise recently and I'm still working through how to overcome or shift those beliefs to be something else. So this episode is not about identifying and overcoming your limiting beliefs. It is purely about identification. But I do feel that through identification, suddenly there is a name, there is a label to what you're thinking, and you can start to work through and explore the ways to get through that. So this episode is about identification. As far as working through and changing limiting beliefs, there will definitely be an episode on that at a later date as I am in the process of now I've identified and now I'm trying to work through and discover techniques to help me change those beliefs. But so it's also going to be a little bit of a, as you can tell by the big breath I just took, a little bit of a vulnerable and raw episode for me. So I hope you enjoy it. I hope it resonates with you. And here we go. So identifying your limiting beliefs. I have been, as many of you know, I have started to do one-on-one coaching and mentoring and I'm finding that I have some limiting beliefs. And I would think that I knew what I was doing in the mindset of, or in the space of, oh, that must be, I have a thought and think, oh, that must be a limiting belief. And then I'd move on with my time and my day and I would then have another potentially limiting belief that would come into my mind. And so I didn't have a record of all of these beliefs. And it was really interesting because I decided to, in my journal, write down some of the things that have been running through my brain. And I actually ended up getting quite a few. But one of the biggest takeaways I got is that some of these limiting beliefs are contradictory, right? So for example, uh, And please bear in mind, like when I say these, it is vulnerable and raw and it's not fully defined. So I mentioned success a little bit and success is not defined as making money or having a ton of listeners. Um, I haven't fully defined successful. So please keep that in mind and have a little bit of patience with me. But 
as I wrote these down in my journal, two thoughts came to my mind. And one is, if happiness abound isn't successful, I'll have gone through this and lost friends for nothing. Because I, I have this fear that I will lose friends and family if I continue to go down this path of helping people on the podcast. And specifically, if I start mentoring and continue to mentor, I already have started mentoring people one-on-one. So without a definition of what success is, I've had this thought that if happiness abound isn't successful, I'll have gone through this this pain, this turmoil, this life upheaval in a very positive way, but I'll have gone through it and lost friends for nothing. And then my next limiting belief is if I am successful at happiness bound, I'll lose my close friends. So contradict, they're contradicting to each other, contradictory. <laughs> they contradict each other because one is saying if it's not successful, then I'll feel like a failure pretty much. And if it is successful, I will lose those closest in my life. Now, I don't think either of those are true. And again, these are just examples. You will have your own limiting beliefs, of course. But one of the takeaways I'm seeing in this is that I have two beliefs, one saying that I must be successful and one saying that I can't be successful. I shouldn't be successful because I'll lose close friends and family. And so the fact that there's friends and family listed in this, in both of these, pretty much it tells me that I'm afraid of losing close friends and family and that I'm contradicting myself in my beliefs, which also would make sense why I can go so gung-ho on podcast episodes. And I'm like, yes, this, this week was just amazing. Like, this is going to be so successful. It was a successful week. And then the next week, I will completely feel like I'm not providing you guys any value. Some days I feel like I'm slogging through episodes and I'm really struggling to come up with ideas to be able to share with you. And looking back now, now seeing and identifying my limiting beliefs here, I think it's because I will have a belief that I need to be successful and then I'll have a belief that I can't and shouldn't be successful. And so my brain's trying to work through both of those beliefs, which is why I'm having these ups and downs on this path. So what I've done to identify, like I said, I sat down, I knew I had a lot of things going through my head and I, in a lot of different areas. And so I just decided to write down some of the things that were running through my brain and those two about success specifically pertaining to happiness abound as a podcast, as a mentoring practice to help people were the two that were contradictory. But I also had a few other thoughts in different areas. So one of them I thought was, <laughs> there's, a, there's a theme here, by the way. Uh, if I lose weight, I will lose close friends and family. As you know, health has been a major point of interest and a major area of focus for me as of late. And I realized that I will do, again, I'll do really, really well and I'll push through and I'll do a great job. And then all of a sudden I'll like self-sabotage. And so through exploring what's going through my mind, I realized I think I'm self-sabotaging because I'm afraid that I will lose close friends and family who will see me getting in shape dropping the pounds 
and will be upset with me for it, for whatever reason. I also have one that says, to keep my friends and family, I need to pull back. I need to present a smaller version of myself. And that has been very eye-opening. Sorry, I don't know if you could hear my voice crack a little bit. But there's this belief I have that to be accepted, I need to pull back. I need to present a smaller version of myself. And that's just, that's really hard, right? But that's a belief that I've had. It's a belief that holds me back. It's a belief that takes my mind after I hang out with somebody and overanalyzes the entire situation because I have this belief that maybe I pushed too hard or pushed too far. I showed too much of my passion. I showed too much of my excitement and my vulnerability and I need to have been pulling back. Another one that I have is that I am at my threshold for making money. If I make more, I'm greedy. Whew. I am not the kind of person who wants to be greedy. But I also believe, and we've talked about finances before, I also believe that being financially stable and having that sense of somewhat security allows you a comfort to be able to explore your passions and explore yourself further. When you're struggling from paycheck to paycheck and you're worried about keeping a roof over your head or you're worrying and choosing between, and I've been here, choosing between gas and food or you lose everything, the bank account is completely wiped out. Climbing up from that, you can't focus on your personal development. You can't focus on going and buying this book at Barnes and Noble because it's been recommended to you and can change your life. You, that's, that's not even in your brain. And so I believe that money cannot buy happiness, but it allows you some of the comfort and flexibility to be able to shift your focuses to discover happiness and have happiness abound in your life. That said, apparently, I have a limiting belief that I'm at my threshold. This is as much money as I can make without looking like I'm greedy. And I don't make that much money. <laughs> in, in the grand scheme, big things of things, like I have a job. I, as many of you may know, like I work a, a nine to five and then some. I do freelance work on the side. I love to work. And don't make any money from the podcast. This is my hobby. But I am afraid that if I make more money, like if I get a raise at work or if I take on more freelance clients or I raise my prices, I'm perceived as greedy. My prices for freelance, that is. And so, yeah, I have these limiting beliefs. I have a limiting belief around health and weight loss. I have a limiting belief around success, whatever that may be, and hear the podcast and helping sharing things with you. And I have a belief that I need to 
present a smaller version of myself to be loved and accepted. And I have a belief that I shouldn't make any more money because then I'm greedy. Now I share these because whether you are someone who is in business for yourself and you have the success beliefs that I have had or I have or you have been doing your best to lose weight and it seems like you go really, really well and then it kind of goes downhill. Maybe you have a belief similar to I do or similar to me or maybe you are struggling with money and maybe you make money and then you spend it like crazy because you don't want to rely on money or you don't want to be perceived as greedy for having savings of money or whatever it is. I don't know your limiting beliefs, but I feel like mine cannot be that uncommon. And so I'm sharing them with you here. I'm being quite honestly really vulnerable. It's really hard to share that I'm having these thoughts. But they are limiting beliefs and they are things that I am working through. And so I highly encourage you that if you are like me and you've had thoughts where, you know, maybe that's a limiting belief, I don't know, and you just kind of move on, to take 10 minutes, five minutes even, and write down on a piece of paper, write down in your journal. I mean, I did mine in my journal because I wanted to be able to come back and read these and get that awareness again. I also wanted a record of it because I'm telling you right now, I am working through these. And when I work through them, I'm going to have new limiting beliefs. And so I want to have a record of being able to look back in two years and go, wow, man, yeah, that took a long time for me to get over that belief, but I'm there now. But my new limiting belief is this. And so having a record to be able to see my growth, I did put it in my journal. But even so, just writing it down anywhere and just doing kind of a, a brain dump of the thoughts you have about the areas in your life. It doesn't have to be every area. It could be a single focus. You could, you could focus on limiting beliefs at work, surrounding your, your career. I know that a lot of you wonderful and beautiful listeners are, and happiness abounders, are mothers. And do you have a limiting belief around motherhood, around parenting? Do you have a limiting belief that if you do if you do A, you'll be perceived as a bad, or you'll be a bad mother, or you'll be perceived as a bad mother, or if you have found this amazing technique that works for your kids, are you afraid to share it with your other mother friends because you don't want them to think that you're cocky or that you you think you have it all together because they don't, or and so you're playing small. I don't know. I don't know what your limiting beliefs are, but I also didn't know what mine were in their full context and full clarity until I wrote them down. So if you're listening a couple minutes into this now and you're wishing I just would have said, hey, to identify your limiting beliefs, write them down. <laughs> That's the short version. But the long version here is that I'm sharing my limiting beliefs because I wonder if you are having some of them in the same vein. And I also want to be vulnerable with you because one of these limiting beliefs is that I need to pull back. I need to play small. And I can't do that. That is a limiting belief that does not benefit me. It, does, it pretends to keep me safe, but it doesn't.
So I am pretty raw on this show anyways, on this podcast anyways, but I wanted to be especially vulnerable and raw with you today and share with you my limiting beliefs because I cannot play small anymore, cannot pull back. And I know I said this is this episode is not about getting through your limiting beliefs or changing those beliefs, but I believe that if I, I believe my beliefs, I believe that if I am going to overcome this belief about playing small, I need to step bravely into playing big and being my full self. So I hope that this episode speaks to you on some level, and I hope that you can identify some of your beliefs. When I sat down to write these down, it was incredibly eye-opening, especially those two that were contradictions to each other. It was like, wait, what? No wonder it's an up and down roller coaster of motivation and inspiration and, and feeling like I'm helping people and then feeling like I'm not. And it's because my, my brain has these beliefs and they, contra- they contradict each other. They don't play well together. That said, there are some that do play well together, right? If I need to pull back so that I can keep my friends and family, I'm pulling back at success, whatever that means, for what I want to accomplish here with happiness abound. If I lose weight, I will lose friends and family. That's me pulling back on my health and my fitness. And there is this common theme of friends and family being very, very, very important to me. And so the thought of losing them is a huge part of my limiting beliefs. Even the money piece, that I've reached my threshold and if I'm to make more, I'm greedy. I'm afraid that that greed will be seen by friends and family or will be, I will be labeled as greedy by friends and family. That's a huge component for me, but I wouldn't have known that if I hadn't identified and written down these limiting beliefs and seen that I have major issues and roadblocks and fear of losing friends and family. And I'm holding myself back in several areas of my life because of this. And talk about self-coaching through talking. I just kind of had an epiphany. Uh, I'll share with you as well because we're playing big today. <laughs> I, uh, when I was 15... I fell madly in love with a boyfriend and essentially I had to choose between my friends and my family to be with this boy. I, my family didn't want me to be with him and grounded me and therefore I wasn't able to see my friends and it took a really, really long time to build back up those, that trust and those relationships with my family and with my friends. And the relationship with the boy, we broke up. This does have a happy ending, don't worry. But we broke up and I was a mess and I felt really guilty that I had put my friends and my family on the back burner for a single person. So I think... Again, self-coaching through talking to you here. I think that I have established these limiting beliefs surrounding a loss of friends and family because I still 
feel guilty and I've worked really hard to build back up those relationships over 15 years. I'm 30 now, so it's 15 years of worrying about loss of friends and family. And I'd never realized that until I was here talking to you right now. So it goes back to the identification piece can really help you dive into why you think the way you think and what things may need to change. Here's the happy story. So uh, that boy who I dated when I was 15 and I lost my friends and my family over and then we broke up. He's my husband now. And I think back at that time and I trusted so fully in my heart and in love and in whatever it was I was feeling that I didn't mind sacrificing the trust and love of my friends and family because I felt so right. So when we broke up, I was a much bigger mess and I really focused on, yeah, my friends and my family were right. But the truth of it is, is they weren't. I never got over him. He never got over me. And here we are, been married for five, almost six years, together for 10, uh, consistently, right? This last 10 versus being together when we were in high school. So the timing and everything worked out and I didn't get over him for a reason. So my friends and my family weren't right. And when I trusted my heart and my gut, stuff worked out. So yeah, sorry, that's a total tangent. But I hope that through my example of just working through this here on air, on this show, that you can see what you may need to do to identify your limiting beliefs. And I would say the first step is writing it down. Second step is looking for those common themes, looking for any that are contradictory. And then looking back and wondering and exploring why you may feel this way. So, there we go. I'm going to leave it there. I feel pretty good. And thank you for listening. If you're still tuning in, thank you for listening as I walked through that as I was vulnerable with you and as I had kind of a self epiphany about why friends and family and the loss of them is something that weighs so heavily on my mind. Wow, it's just crazy, crazy cool. So thank you guys so much. If this episode resonated with you or you think I'm crazy, I would love to hear from you. I would love to know your thoughts. I would love to know if you have done this exercise of identifying your limiting beliefs and if there were any that just were earth-shattering things you never would have thought that you believed about yourself, but here they are. So you know where to find me. It's happinessabound.com. There's a contact form, or you can email me directly at taylor at happinessabound.com. I'm also on Facebook at happinessaboundblog. And on Instagram, which is where I'm the most active and the most, most of you guys have reached out to me and you can find me there at happiness underscore abound. So again, I hope that this episode has been as helpful to you as it has to me. Holy cow. (laughs) And I hope that you can identify your limiting beliefs to then see a path forward. And again, a future episode, I may talk about how to work through your limiting beliefs and exercises to do that, but I am fresh in this and that's part of having a daily podcast is that you get to uh, grow as I grow, I guess, or you get to hear me growing and hopefully it has some impact on you as well. So have a great day. Write down your limiting beliefs. Look for those common themes 
and above everything else. If you get nothing from listening to this podcast episodes, nothing from this podcast episode in itself on its own, I will end with what I always end with, which is the most important thing. Do not get down on yourself. Do not let these limiting beliefs take over. Above all of that, remember, you are capable of happiness abound. <laughs>